Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday the 11th of August 2023. And what I think, unless I've miscounted, is our 200th episode. Let joy be unconfined. Here's the news. The Electoral Commission has issued a public notification of a complex cyber attack in which hostile actors gained access to the UK's electoral registers. According to the statement, the Commission identified the incident in October 2022 after detecting suspicious activity on its systems that dated back to August 2021. It explains that it notified the Information Commissioner's Office within 72 hours of identifying the breach, as required by the GDPR, and has worked with external security experts and the National Cyber Security Centre to investigate and secure its systems. Attackers were able to access Electoral Commission servers that held emails, control systems and reference copies of the electoral registers of those registered to vote in the UK between 2014 and 2022, as well as overseas voters. Electoral registers contain voters' names, addresses and the date on which they achieved voting age that year. Personal data in the Commission's compromised email system included names, email addresses, home addresses and telephone numbers, as well as other personal data that might have been submitted as part of web forms or emails. The BBC reports that the Commission says it's difficult to predict exactly how many people could be affected, but it estimates the register for each year contains the details of around 40 million people. According to the ONS's most recent statistics, there were 46,056,452 parliamentary electoral registrations and 48,844,292 local government electoral registrations in December 2021. There is at least some good news given the sensitivity of electoral data and the widespread fear of interference in elections. The Commission states that the attack has not had an impact on the electoral process, hasn't affected the rights or access to the democratic process of any individual, nor has it affected anyone's electoral registration status. However, there is of course no guarantee that the information accessed won't be used to facilitate electoral interference in the future, especially as it's not yet known who's responsible for the attack. The Information Commissioner's Office is investigating as a matter of urgency. The Police Service of Northern Ireland has apologised after accidentally publishing the personal details of more than 10,000 police officers and staff on its website in what the Chair of the Police Federation for Northern Ireland calls a breach of monumental proportions. The data breach occurred when the PSNI responded to a Freedom of Information request about the total number of officers and staff it employed. The PSNI's senior risk owner, Assistant Chief Constable Chris Todd, explained, I can confirm that following a routine Freedom of Information request, data contained within a spreadsheet was published on a legitimate FOI website. This included the surname, initials, rank, grade, role and location of all serving officers and staff. The data was available to view on the website for a period of up to three hours before it was removed. As a service, we are acutely aware of the seriousness of this breach and have declared it to be a critical incident. We fully understand the very real concerns being felt by our colleagues and their families, and we're working hard to do everything we can to mitigate any risk. We're working with our security partners and organisations to investigate this incident. The terrorism threat level in Northern Ireland was raised from substantial to severe in March this year, meaning an attack is highly likely, and the breach has caused anxiety among serving officers, even prompting some to relocate. One officer told The Guardian, some have moved out of their homes overnight, some have not told their friends or family they work for PSNI. It's a particular problem for specialist operations, such as undercover officers. The Information Commissioner John Edwards said, 
People have the right to expect that their personal information is kept safe and not disclosed when it shouldn't be. This incident raises serious concerns as it shows how even the smallest of human errors can have major consequences. We recognise the potential impact on the people and families affected by this breach and we expect appropriate action to be taken by the Police Service of Northern Ireland as a matter of urgency. The incident demonstrates just how important it is to have robust measures in place to protect personal information, especially in a sensitive environment. The ICO works to support organisations to get this right, so people can feel confident that their information is secure and harms can be prevented. Following the report received from the PSNI, we're investigating the matter. Whilst this is a matter of serious concern, we do not yet know the extent to which the personal information was accessed during the time it was exposed. We're working with the PSNI to establish the level of risk and mitigations. Capita's share price fell by more than 12% last week, making it the biggest faller on the FTSE 250 after it said it expected the data breach it suffered earlier this year would cost it up to £25 million to remediate. In its financial results for the first half of 2023, released last Friday, Capita reported a pre-tax loss of £67.9 million, having reported a profit of £100,000 in the same period of 2022. This loss was due to business exits, non-core portfolio goodwill impairment and costs associated with the group's cyber incident, it said. According to the Financial Times, exceptional costs associated with the incident, which Capita initially estimated would be in the range of 15 to 20 million pounds, will now be between 20 and 25 million pounds due to what it calls the complexity of the forensic analysis. The outsourcing giant suffered a ransomware attack in late March when the Russian Black Bastard Group hacked its Microsoft Office 365 software and exfiltrated data relating to Capita and its clients. According to the BBC, around 90 organisations reported breaches of personal information to the Information Commissioner's Office after the incident. The ICO is still to complete its investigation into the ransomware attack and the revelation that Capita had left an unsecured AWS bucket containing customer files exposed online for seven years. But given the scale of the incident, any administrative fine issued is unlikely to be small. Capita's outgoing CEO, John Lewis, commented, Cyber attacks are a plague that Western industries and companies are facing as a result of criminals in rogue states. It's a multi-billion dollar endeavour on their part, and it's sapping Western companies of capital expenditure. For further details about the incident and our CEO, Alan Calder's analysis, please listen to our podcast from the 19th of May, 2023. That was the news, and that's it for this time. We'll be back in a fortnight, but until then, you can get in touch with us either by leaving a comment on the blog or via Twitter at ITGovPod, that's my account, or at ITGovernance. Our archive is on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and you can find everything you need to implement and maintain cybersecurity defence in depth on our website, itgovernance.co.uk. 